Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome to After Hello. Buzz TV. Hello, we are here for episode 18 of Scorpion called The Fast and the Nerdiest. Ah. Nerdiest. Hence, <laughs> the Fast and Furious song in the background. Yes. Right? Welcome, guys. Again, I am with you. I am Monsi Bolanos. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Monsi Bolanos. M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. And across from me, my beautiful co-host, Susanna. Oh, hello. You guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Susanna underscore Kim. Yeah. And that's it. Is it the same now? It's the same now. It's the same. That's what I was waiting. <laughs> it's all synced up, you guys. <laughs> I'm usually waiting for you to like say the difference nope. of the other one. All the same. All the same. Super easy now. Uh, <laughs> if this is your first time joining us, welcome. If it's your first time listening, watching, whatever, we hope you guys like it and yeah. come back and give Thank us you. your opinion and tell Thanks us what you joining. think of Scorpion. If you're returning, welcome back. <laughs> Thanks for being here once again. As always. As always. Really appreciate it. And early. And We're early. early. And this time I tweeted it out, yeah. unlike last time when we sucked <laughs> and just didn't tell anybody. We're kind of like Scorpion in how off their schedule is. Right. We're the same. There you we go. just like to follow. Yeah, exactly. And we want to keep with the show, you know? Right. Just be in keeping. Just with the tone, keeping because they're not here next just week. Keep it a surprise. Yeah. Why not? They don't tell us when they're coming we don't tell you when we're coming so we're just awful but next week i don't think there's an episode usually no, we no do get a next preview week. and then i think the two weeks after that there are episodes and then two i think weeks? we're done i think there are two after the break next week two more episodes and, yeah and then we're done and i think we're done Ugh. yeah too long i think so I think something has to be but Big man i can't yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to what could possibly be happen uh, later on in the show. But let's start off with what we saw in this week's episode. We immediately mm. start with The Price is Right. Yeah. Loved it. Uh-huh. Another CBS show. I, I was getting, uh-huh. As I was watching, I was like, huh, Price Plug. is Right is on CBS? <laughs> yeah. There's, oh, I see Plug. what you're doing. Yeah. I, I see what you're doing there, CBS. I like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unlike normal people who go to The Price is Right to be chosen and you're just in the audience having a good time, these people are like, giving facts as to whether Sylvester's gonna get picked or not. <laughs> They're just like sitting, they look so awkward. Like everyone's I know, like cheering. They totally stood out. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what are you guys, y'all, you all should have worn a super silly fun, I know. super fun guy shirt. Super fun guy shirt. <laughs> super silly fun land is a place at Universal Studios. That's why I get that confused. Super fun guy shirt. Super fun guy. They all should have worn something. Yeah. But that arms crossed, they just are all saying statistics. Right, so you guys clearly are not gonna get chosen. <laughs> right? Yeah, obviously if it's gonna be someone, it's gonna be Sly. And we immediately get happy. Everything happy said in this episode. I was dying. Yeah. When she's like, you're sweating. It looks like you swam here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's so, so dry. awful. Yeah. So good. <laughs> uh, and he gets picked last to come on down, yeah. which looked like the beginning of the episode. 
Right. Right? Like, I've not seen The Price is Right in a long time, but boy, did I watch that. Yeah. You haven't seen it? I mean, in a long time. In okay, a long yeah, time. Because now yeah. I have to work. We all grew up watching it. Now I have so. to go do stuff and be an adult. Right. I can't just be home at 10 a.m. <laughs> and when I am home at 10 a.m., it's not Monday through Friday. Right. But so. I was thinking that, too. It's like the actors, too. Like, they probably all grew up watching this show. Right. And so Barker. even for them, yeah, even for them to be on the set, like, that's yeah. pretty cool, you know? Yeah. Like, they're all CBS actors, but it's not like they're there every day, right. you know? So, yeah. yeah. We get Drew Carey. Yeah. Like, you're right. Even just. Even if you're Catherine McPhee, you may have watched yeah, this growing up. Right. You probably did exactly. geek out a little bit. It was bit. big before you guys were, you know? So. It's been around forever. Yeah. And I, I always loved Price is Right. Yes. It was always so much fun. Yes. I would uh, love to go on Price is Right. We should go. I did Let's Make a Deal. That was across the right. street. Yeah, it's so and fun. And if you may have seen her, if you saw yes. the Valentine's Day episode. I was on that. You were. And you I saw you. some cash. You saw you a lot. Because you yeah. tended to be behind Wayne Brady a lot. Well, yeah, that well, and yeah, and and they chose me to come down too. So right, I won some but cash. even if you wouldn't awesome. have come down, yeah. you were just always in the position, like right behind him. Yeah, where you could <laughs> they be pick seen. and choose in the place the yeah. people that they think uh-huh. maybe they might choose or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, if you ever go to do audience work or anything like <laughs> this, go. the better or the crazier you look, depending on the theme of the show. Mm-hmm. But if you go to something the like The Voice, are, the crazier you are. <laughs> but if you go to something like The Voice, the fancier you look, yes. you will be placed where the camera can. You. Of course. You look awful, you will be in the corner. Right. We're just giving you guys tips. Right. Which is what was happening here with yeah. them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're all they're just quiet and in the corner. In the corner. Like, We're not going to put you guys in the aisle, clearly. clearly. You don't belong here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they call him up. Come on down. You know, you're the next contestant on The Price mm-hmm. is Right. And we get the first item, and he's like, done. $950 ping pong table. Right. No. And Drew Carey's like, oh, but. Usually we we not describe to you. Yeah, like, that's not how it goes. We usually describe to you the item. He's like, no, 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 it's fine. It's not necessary. Yeah. He describes the item yeah. for basically everybody. So it felt like it almost felt like he was cheating, right? <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. You're not even going to give anyone else a chance. Well, it's a good thing he went first. Done. Yeah, yeah. Right? And like, it's true because I would have been like, well, if he said 950, right? I'd be like, how intimidating. 49. Right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Casey's off by a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that. he gets it, and then what happens when you get it right on the point? You get five hundred bucks. Yeah, man, that's so like this is not fair. Yeah, I mean, he knew what he was doing. He definitely knew. And then he goes on to a game which I'd never seen because I haven't seen the Price Runner forever. But yeah. that house game, yeah, where you place items and every level above so it goes mailbox is technically like the first level mm-hmm. every level of the house has to be higher than the level below exactly. it exactly uh and again he's just like boom 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 right before he even explains what any of the things were yeah. he was like i'm just gonna go and just lay it out i'm just know. gonna go for the hundred thousand dollars <laughs> i'm gonna make this show really not that exciting but kind of exciting but kind of, because <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna win and people get so excited when people right? win uh but uh, it was oh so funny took and out a chunk of the show the girl like the assistant she's like um I, right? She's she like, I can't even get to it fast I enough. Right? You guys just standing around waiting. Normally I would have more time. And normally I have more time, but no, he wins. Everyone does go crazy in the audience. He was $100,000. Uh, a couple of things that I noticed in this, because this was quick. Mm-hmm. I really liked this whole scene. It was just, it happened so fast. Yeah. I feel like it was two and a half minutes, if that. <laughs> uh, Paige, when he wins, Paige kind of like, not hugs Walter, but like, gestures like excitement towards him oh, i didn't notice that he didn't even look so at her catch that. yeah <laughs> he just straight stayed look forward and was like clapping all stoic okay walter I mean, that sounds about right sounds about right <laughs> right right and then sylvester when drew carey shakes his hand to congratulate him yeah pulls his sleeve Close down sleeve out, yeah. yeah to like what? shake his hand so you're drew carey but you still have germs but you do still so. have germs <laughs> and he wins all this he does all this because he wants to name uh, a pediatric wing at the hospital after megan megan, megan dodd yeah. It would be. It wouldn't be Megan 
O'Brien. Right. Oh, of course not. She's no, married. She's married. She's married. And mm. at this point, we're back at the garage, but they've told us, like, he won the showcase. Mm-hmm. I wish we could have seen a little bit of the showcase. Right. Yeah, we didn't see it, but we saw all the stuff that he won. We did. Which is a bunch of crap. <laughs> a bunch of crappy ones. But I would have loved to be to be to see the person react, like yeah. the person that's like in the showcase. I'll be like, I'm intimidating, right? Uh, just like, give it to him. He just pass me to the next it's, round. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, did he win both showcases? Did he guess both under two hundred between right. two hundred and fifty? <laughs> it was just a slideshow. Yeah. Just the whole show. Just the whole just <laughs> just the whole show. Uh so we know all that and like happy and page briefly talk about happy's hunk mm-hmm. and his gambling mm-hmm. it seems like happy is not that big of a fan yeah it's already trouble in paradise already trouble in paradise Ugh. and it's just just a little brief like we don't we, we get it throughout the whole episode right the hinting that happy is not happy, happy. Mm-hmm. i like that starting to have issues She's starting to have little issues and then we also get introduced to our guest star Eric Roberts, a.k.a. Like Mick Doughty. Doughty? Doughty? Mm-hmm. Doughty. 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 Yeah. Mick Doughty. That's I what was it was. I not having it. Me neither. Did not like him. Mm-mm. I mean, I didn't like his character. He was just, like, sleazy. And from the or beginning. Just like, I just didn't like him. And it was like, hey, you don't see it? You don't see the sleaziness? Right. Or just like, ugh. Yeah. It's like, you could just tell from yeah. the get-go, this guy's going to be trouble. He's going to cause issues. Like, why would you trust him? Why would you trust him? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So they tell it. I wrote, that's funny, I wrote sketchy, like when it's just Yeah, sketchy. super sketch. Haven't seen him, ha- or they haven't seen each other in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And he wants a deal is what he comes looking uh, to Cabe for. Yeah. He already has a deal though. Like we were told that Cabe had already set up a deal with him in the feds. Uh-huh. And he's like, that deal that we set up, like it's not going to work. If they right. find out about this, like it's, they're not going to help me out. They're going to make me testify. And I don't want to testify. Mm-hmm. And like he, we, we don't really know what to think aside from the fact that he's sketchy. And at this point, they're alone, and he's like, "Well, keep it quiet. I don't want people to listen." And Cave's like, "Uh," and like lifts the blinds. Yeah, <laughs> and they're all there, just like listening. Nice try. Yeah, and he's like, "We only heard all of it." Right. So Toby <laughs> says, "I love that. Just all of it. Oh, just just all of it." Yeah. Uh, I mean, it makes sense that Cave would want to help him because right. this guy helped him as a kid. But it's like that was so long ago. So Because they say ago. that you know mm-hmm. he says Mick defended him when he was getting right. picked on by a bunch of bulls or whatever and it's like okay that's fine but didn't you already pay him back for that exactly Mm -hmm. and i I think toby says something like so you want to you owe him from your childhood thing like right what and so what does that have to do with us you know yes yes and it's always talking about putting each other on the line and putting danger yes and it's like you're definitely putting team scorpion in danger and cave's usually the first one to always be like defending them and be like yeah it's like oh i don't want to put my team in that position Mm -hmm. to other people Mm -hmm. but now that it's someone that you know is like a personal relationship it's like oh well you know whatever let's just do it (laughs) it's right let's just do it (laughs) so they they do talk to him and this is where like you start to see at least I was like even more more of a sketchy guy when Sylvester's like, oh, you were like a rat, like what they because yeah. he said he was like an informant. Uh-huh. He's like, no, and he gets so defensive, and it's like, no, but but you are, yeah, right. Yeah. But you, why are you getting defensive though? We're just uh. stating facts, stating facts. Uh, <laughs> and he so he tells us we find out that he's been working with a guy, Patrick Grady, aka Frank Renzulli. Mm. I'm gonna. Guess that's how he says that. <laughs> uh, that he s- sells high-end cars, yes, but stashes stuff in the car. Of course, anything like all kinds, not just like drugs, but right anything, anything that needs to anything get that needs anywhere. to be transported from point A to point B. He mm-hmm. uses these fancy cars to do it, and he says, 
I heard, I'm using bunny ears here, air quotes. Uh-huh. I heard a conversation with a guy from a, with a Spanish accent. <laughs> All of that, I was like, shut up. Shut up, Mick. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Hated that guy. Oh, uh, with the Spanish accent about a drop that needed to be kept in certain temperatures. Yes. No light. Like, very specific things with this package and then right. they're like this sounds like a bio biohazardous mm-hmm. uh, item whether it be a weapon or whatever super dangerous super dangerous <laughs> but there is a five million dollar payoff yeah and this conversation happened with a government official from balio mm-hmm. balio i'm not gonna lie i never heard about balio no me neither and i did try to look it up is i it, was like balio where's is balio? it real you know i still had a hard time looking for it i saw something that said like balio in argentina i don't know maybe it's like yeah i'm not sure exactly because they <laughs> mentioned it's in central america right yeah and I'm from Central America. <laughs> so you should know. And I feel like I should have at you least heard of this know. place. <laughs> and when you talk about Central America, that's not one of the places that comes up. Right. So, I mean, it could be just, you know, like I said, now, like you just mentioned, a place in Argentina, and that they made it into a bigger place and right. for the story of Scorpion. But that, that was weird. I was like, I don't know if I am. And they're trying to figure out how they can figure out if this is true, if this story is true. And that's part of the problem is that Walter's like, this is all based on it's so facto. Or no, not it's so facto. He says she said. That's right. what I was trying to say. Yeah. This is all based on what he heard. Right. This is not Something legit stuff. Mm-hmm. There's no evidence. Like, exactly. why are we going to go do this? But happy. Th- well, this is where I was like, happy. You are like helping Mick right now. And she's like, no, we can go in as software people and like say yeah. that we're happy. Like she's all about it. <laughs> she was all about it. She was the one that gave the idea as to how to get into this garage and talk to these mm-hmm. guys. Maybe she just heard fancy cars and she's like, "All right, well, wait, what are we doing here?" That is very <laughs> how true. How we get into this? That is pretty true. Uh, and Walter doesn't like it. Like he's the one kind of fighting it the most. Right. And they kind of call out Cave. They're like, "Why do you trust him so much?" And this is when we find out about the story that you just mentioned mm-hmm. about being uh, bullied and Mick helping him out. Took a guy, uh, guy's eye out, and yeah. because of it, he went to juvie. But still, right? I mean, yeah. that was so long ago. Yeah, what does it have so to do with anything? Ago. Yeah. And it's like, you don't know what this guy's doing, what kind of person he is now. Mm-hmm. He was in juvie at a very young age, so you don't know what kind of influences he's had. Right. And, yeah. And clearly. you haven't seen him in 10 years. It's not like, I just saw him, you know, a year and a half ago. Right. 10 years. <laughs> yeah. De- that's a deck that's how long Suzanne and I have been friends that's very true <laughs> years no you tripping uh, Walter's like okay this is what we'll do we'll go s- see if this is true if we can find any evidence to support his story if it's true we'll take it to the authorities if not bye bye Mick mm-hmm. that is the plan sure sure so that they, easy it seems that easy always so they head out to wherever uh, what is the guy's name the bad guy well not the bad guy Grady, Grady. they go over to Grady's uh-huh. place uh, and at this point we find out that he stole mortar oil from Sylvester yeah just it's like it's not that big of a deal but it's the principle of the matter it's the first flag yeah you know it's like oh okay alright so you couldn't have asked you couldn't have asked exactly <laughs> you saw all this motor oil right. and you weren't like they're not gonna mind if I take two right and it's not that it was used it's no. brand new brand. you opened up that box you opened <laughs> right. up that box that was gonna be sold yeah and I, now it cannot be sold <laughs> yeah and now it's like what Cave how 
how are you just like, oh, yeah, no big deal. Right? Okay, whatever. Whatever. Uh, and then it's in this. Softie. They, it is a softie. Yeah, he is <laughs> yeah. a softie. They're in the car. When I say there, it's Cabe, Walter, and Toby, and Happy. Yes. Because Cabe is taking them. Them three are supposed to go into the garage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this is when, when Cabe describes Mick as possibly a lost Picasso. Yeah. And Toby's like, oh, what? Why did you reference art? Yeah. He's like, I just did it. He's like, no, people don't just do that. For nothing. For nothing. Like, everything comes out for a reason. (laughs) And then when Mick comes and he's like, you're right. Cabe is always right on the Monet. I mean money. (laughs) That line. That (laughs) line, the writers, whoever wrote that for Scorpion, (laughs) that was hilarious. That was amazing. Oh, so good. I knew he was going to bring it back up again. As soon as he, like, called him out on that, you know? He was like, wait, wait, wait. Wait, What was that? Art from you? (laughs) I knew he was going to bring it up. And I'm glad we got art back at the end. Like, yeah. Kind of like that it was brought oh, up totally. by someone else, exactly. too. Not even just by Toby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then here it's like, okay, Mick, why aren't you going to go in then? Why did they have to go in flag alone number two. to the garage? <laughs> we can make it like flag number four right. at this point. Oh, There's really so many little flags that we could be throwing. It's like a yellow flag in He's football. Terrible. A little yellow flag. Uh, he is terrible. But Walter, Happy, and Toby are told by Mick, you guys can go in, we gotta prove, boom, go. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get in there, and this guy's like, oh, you, oh, well, before this guy puts the uh, burlap, what, what, what do we put over their heads? Mm-hmm. Cover their faces with oh, a, I don't know. Sheet with a, I yeah. don't know, something. Some sort of cloth, he yeah. puts something over their head, blindfolds them, uh, but before that, you kind of see a lot of cars. You go into a garage, you see a lot of expensive cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they see a Stingray, a Pantera. I think he called it an Aventadora. Uh-huh. I was like, I would have never heard of these cars. <laughs> but they look nice. But they did they look, look so little. Yeah. They look so small. <laughs> but I think for racing, you want them to be smaller. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Happy says that the Pantera is the sexiest thing she's ever seen. <laughs> totally Toby corrected like, her. <laughs> what is like, actually the second sexiest thing? Second sexiest oh thing. Oh, God. And you she know. was just annoyed by it the whole time. She was super she was annoyed by it the whole time. Like, the whole episode, you could yeah. just see her, like, right. <laughs> she's just like, why am I doing this? Uh, so, so this is actually happening at the main garage. For some reason, I thought this was at the first garage. They get to the first garage. They put something over their head. They technically kidnap them, mm-hmm. and Cabe and Mick see the car leave. They take them to another warehouse. Mm-hmm. This is where those cars are. This is where the real Grady is, because right. they have not dealt with Grady. Right. Uh, but they can't use their comms until they're at a safe spot, because mm-hmm. then if they're going to know somebody's listening to them. Mm-hmm. And Cabe tells Mick that he better not be... This is like the first moment Cape kind of is like worried about Mick he's like are you playing with me because if you are this is not gonna go well for you and even then he's like okay I'm still gonna give you a shot we're we're, I you know my gut is telling me no but we're still gonna try it out yeah oh gosh Cape right and I would not it's who's listening to this they're listening to this so it's like how is Paige and Sylvester who are not in danger fine listening to this in the comms and I'm like Cave don't be dumb right this is and like I, not a good idea hello like, uh, I wish that at that point but Sylvester was so nervous that at this point he's actually researching on Balio mm-hmm. he finds out that it's a Central American government mm-hmm. in turmoil he says uh, that uh, there is like a group of people I believe he said Aztec people Mm -hmm. that are kind of fighting the government exactly they're causing problems Mm -hmm. and an uprising an uprising Mm -hmm. we don't know if this biohazardous weapon has to do with this but this is also Vester knows he's like i'm not sure but this is it this is what's going on 
And then back at the garage, <laughs> Happy and Toby have an another little moment where Toby starts telling the story about a guy that he would keep his bets in written in gum wrappers. <laughs> yeah. Like, that story, I was like, seriously? <gasps> and Happy's like, I just wanted to be like, Toby, stop talking. Right. <laughs> Talking. Like, yeah, and there's another one. And there's another one. <laughs> right. She's so, so, so good. charming. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, Happy and Toby are looking at the cars while Walter is supposedly looking at the software and mm-hmm. installing something to see if he can uh, speed up the process of them shipping cars mm-hmm. from point A to point B. Uh, we are told that for a startup model, it is $1.5 million yeah. for a startup model. And then yeah. he says, my eight figure cars. I don't let the guys let drive. drive it, right. Okay. Right. What? Shoot. Sure. Must be nice. It is. It, really? <laughs> and as they're talking about, Toby's talking to Grady, tells him, like, starts hinting that Walter knows how to race. Yeah. Starts hinting towards some sort of bet. Yeah. And, and he picks it up right away. He's like, wait, I can tell that you're just, you know, a little two-time and better. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. He, he he pick, just, I know. It's so, he's he like. called him out. Called him out. <laughs> he's like, But then he's still up for it. He's like, you clearly want to bet something. What's it going to be? What's it going to be? And the bet <laughs> what is. What are we going to bet on? <laughs> free. So either if they win, mm-hmm. if Toby and Walter, or Walter, if Walter, Walter wins. wins they get paid double. Double. If they lose, then they work for free. Exactly. It's like double or nothing. Double or nothing. <laughs> uh, and Walter is going to race. That's what's crazy. I was like, Walter. Yeah. You know, but and I there's guess, that page is like, what are you getting him into? You know? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh no, he's gonna race. I yeah. think she makes a comment. She's like, oh no. Oh, oh yeah. No. Uh, so. They kind of go outside, and Happy is like, I'm going to go check on the stuff that Walter should be checking on. Mm-hmm. And that's how they're able to really look in depth as to if they're hiding anything. Right. Because they haven't been able to do it because they're kind of being watched. Right. But everybody's outside. And when they're out there outside, like, you can clear, I, I could clearly see Walter's calm. It's like, don't you think these guys would have noticed that? Yeah. It was huge. Right? It was so big. And I was like, these guys, you know, they're so worried about Popo and Leos or whatever. They totally would have seen that, don't they, you think? Yeah, I agree. I, I know. I was like, okay. All right, fine. All right. I know. Is it the little tiny ones? I, I before I never really noticed them, but this episode, just because I was so worried about these guys, you know, noticing, mm-hmm. it, I was like, wait, aren't they gonna see? But they, yeah, they never mentioned it. So they're supposed I'm to be like sad. skin color, so you right, kind of yeah. just blend into one. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I, I agree. I agree with the calm thing. Mm. Uh, so Walter is checking everything to try and like stall. Like, yes. he, he doesn't want to race right away because Happy is in there, and if Happy gets caught. This is all going to be a hot mess. Right. So he's checking everything, checks the, like, fuel color. Yeah. He's going to need you to take this fuel out of it so I can compare the two. So you can compare the two. Wow. And they're telling him, like, don't race yet. Like, Happy needs more time. Don't do this. Don't do that. And Happy's, like, looking. She doesn't find anything. Uh, She then finds some crown molding in the wall. Yeah. That is what the way I understood it, out of date. Right. For the location they're in. Yeah, because they're in LA. They yeah. Not, not normally be crown molding. Also, that was the biggest freaking crown molding I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen crown molding like that. Not never. Uh, it was more like a like a nest. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so she looks into it because she's you know genius figures it mm-hmm. out. She finds facts from Balio. She finds out that there's like a midnight pickup. She Bingo. finds an address. She tells the address to everybody in the calm. Uh, Walter at this point is being called a chicken. He hasn't started racing yet. He's mm-hmm. being called a chicken, and uh, Toby's like, dude, he's doing this on purpose. Yeah. He's trying to get you to mm-hmm. race. He's like, don't give in. Don't. But he gives in. <laughs> Obvi. He gives in, and he starts the race. Mm-hmm. This is also, I wrote, I looked over at you. 
So Happy is giving the address and the midnight pickup location and on the comm. And Paige and Sylvester are like, oh, that, or Paige is like, that address is literally right down the street. We will go check on it. They're there. <laughs> they tell. Did they transport there? Teleport? What? She meant down the street, like, you know, Across a the few street? houses down. Like, yeah. Literally neighbors? <laughs> buildings go- down and it was right there. I was like, they got yeah. there so fast. They didn't even no. get in the car. They just walked. Nah, just, they were already there. And he hadn't started racing. Then he started racing. <laughs> the race starts uh, as they look around. Uh, what's her face? Paige. Paige is like, nobody was here. And Sylvester's like, no, this is fresh prints on the gravel. Right. Somebody was here. And they go into this building that's just open. No lock. No nah. Well, the lock was there and it was open. And it's like you guys can see that you know you're in a dangerous situation, right? Didn't yeah. you think that you were getting yeah. into something that might be dangerous? Yeah. Didn't they kind of already see like, oh hey, there's something going on here? And really, you're gonna go in there, no guns, no okay. backup, no nothing. You don't know who could be in there, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, poor decisions. So you wouldn't have gone in. No, poor decisions. And I feel like the other guys should have told them not to go in there just on their own without any help, <laughs> right? Right. That's true. There totally could have been guys with guns in there there should have been they didn't know that they just left it's true it's true and and they find biohazardous labels they find a makeshift lab they're like somebody has been here Mm -hmm. and sylvester reads out the label like all the lettering from this thing that they found Mm -hmm. i don't even know what it was uh and they realize that part of it means a common cold and the other part of it is the mitochondrial gene. Right. So it's like to attack, to basically give a specific group of people the cold mm-hmm. and kill them. Mm-hmm. And Certain they genome sequence. Right. That only affects those Aztec people. Who are giving the government realize. a run for their money. Exactly. Who are, exactly. So which it's like a, means, genis- a genocide bomb. Exactly. Which means the government's behind this then. Yep. The so gov- then at that point, don't you feel like we should probably get some other people involved? <laughs> right? I mean, we do know that the government... <laughs> well, big. I guess we don't know that Mitch is telling the truth because he mentions that it's a government official from Balio. True. But we don't know if he's telling the truth. But True. it's like, at this point, you guys should realize this is this totally is government. Issue. This is much bigger than it mm-hmm. than what is in front of you guys. Uh, Walter wins the race instead of buying time because even Happy's like, lose the race. Beg for a rematch. Give me more time. Right. He doesn't do it. And he didn't. And, at, and when, he, when he says no, or like, you know, when he just continues to go through and he's like, that's not happening. I'm mm-hmm. not going to let him win. I thought he was going to have another plan, but no. No, <laughs> me too. I was like, he has to have a backup. Yeah, like, right? I was like, no, he's no. going to do something way cooler. And then nothing. No, I'm just going to let my I'm friends gonna be win. in danger. And we're gonna Sorry, go. Happy, you better run. You better run. <laughs> you better run, girl. Yeah, because Happy gets a hold of more paperwork mm-hmm. and uh, they she figures out where they're holding this weapon, but they pretty much get caught because of Walter. Because Walter did not stall. Mm-hmm. Toby's like, get out of there. Get out of there now. Which I was like, get out. Yes. And she was still standing there waiting. <laughs> she was like, I just got a little bit more. I told you five pages ago go, that you need to be go. out of there. Yeah. So I, I don't just blame Walter. I also blame a little bit of Happy. Yes. That was not a good decision. And uh, Grady has them at gunpoint and is like, give me, tell me three and ten seconds. Why? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Who, who are you working with? He hits Toby. And he counts down three, two, one. Cave comes crashing in with oh. the car to save the day. And no gunshots. No gunshots. Right. He comes in. I was just like, so wait, he crashed in and then all the guys fell on the floor? Or what happened? Because they didn't show the guys after the car crashes in. You know, you just see the car crash in. Mm-hmm. They all get in the car and then it goes. But there were no, I wish there were like some gunshots. Something. Yeah. Nothing. Exactly. He nothing. You didn't in. see what happened to the guys. Mm-mm. Were they just waiting? Yeah, they were like, all right, so <laughs> just we just paused. We just froze. We're yeah, gonna shoot him, we're gonna wait for you guys to go. <laughs> we're gonna wait for you to get in. 
get in the car and we don't, we don't want to cause too much trouble we don't, we don't want to do any of that yeah it was very quick but it you know that happens all the time he comes in just in time mm-hmm. and then we get a commercial and we make a and really we weird jump to the story where i was like did i miss something mm-hmm. uh, I did the same thing. so i'm gonna do a weird jump here Thank you guys for always listening to us. Like, we really appreciate you coming week after week, especially when this show takes breaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of this is brought to you guys for free because of our awesome sponsors. We yes. have so many awesome sponsors. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Today's sponsor is Casper. Because, you know, changing an industry isn't easy, but we're seeing it more and more. Just think. Thanks to new apps and startups, we're not using taxis or hotels as much. Mm-hmm. And now with, with Casper... The way we buy mattresses is changing, too. Mattresses are important. Uh-huh. What is it? After eight, change it or something? Uh-huh. <laughs> I love how these guys turn the commission-driven mattress showroom on its head. It's not just me that loves Casper. It's the most awarded mattress of the decade. Named one of the best inventions of 2015 by Time Magazine. Nice. Huh? Casper is a, sing- is a single perfect mattress for all sleepers. It's engineered for supportive comfort that guarantees a great night's sleep. Just like their new sheets and pillows, their unique pillow and pillow design is a perfect ratio of squish to comfort. (laughs) Casper ships his mattress for free in a surprisingly compact box so you can try it at home for a hundred nights risk-free. A hundred nights. That's like three months, guys. Risk-free. Good policy. Right? If you don't love it, they'll pick it up and refund you everything. So for a guaranteed great night's sleep, choose the leader in the mattress revolution, Casper. Try for 100 nights in your home with free shipping Free returns. Go to Casper.com and use the code AFTERBUZZTV for $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Did you guys just hear what I said? You guys can go to Casper.com. Your code AFTERBUZZTV will give you $50 towards the purchase of your mattress. Casper.com. Terms and conditions apply. Go get yourself a new mattress so you can have the best night of sleep forever. Yeah. Right? Nice. Right? I think Mick could use a good night of sleep. Right? That guy. That guy. Mick, I'm going to get you a Casper mattress because maybe (laughs) you won't backstab everybody. Maybe you won't leave a note for Kay that says, sorry, buddy, whatever, peace. peace." And this is when I I was like, wait, did I miss a scene? Mm -hmm. What happened? I had no idea what that note meant. Yeah, it skipped. Right. And I was like, did the note mean that he put them in trouble or what? And it was that he stole the weapon. Once he got the address, once Happy got the address and set it on the comm, Mm -hmm. and it was Cabe who shooed him away when he was like, you can't be seen here. Go. Yeah. He literally sent him to the location. Like, Cabe, come on, man. Uh, Just helped him out. Just help him out. And like, uh, here is where Toby's like, maybe you don't know him as well. And this causes him to think, like, would he still be around? Finally. Yeah. Finally, you're starting to think a little bit. Mm. Toby mentions a couple of things as to why people would do, you know, drastic things. One of them being love. Right. He's like, love. And, but he's like, no. He said Lorraine is not around. He says he's not with her anymore. But mm-hmm. what if that's a lie? Of Lorraine. Course. Of course. Of course. It's always a woman. It's always got to be about a girl. Always got to be about love, right? Mm-hmm. All ways. Mm. Uh, so Toby suggests two places. <laughs> where he could go. He just pulled those out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. And Happy is not the fondest yeah. of the two locations he's picked because of his gambling. He knows these locations. Mm-hmm. And he's even he's like, not that I know them right. very well. Because one of them is like some sort of casino. <laughs> yeah. 
The other one is a no-tell motel. Yes. Uh, so good sketch. job, Toby. Sketch, sketch. Uh, so half of them go to one, the other half go to the other. Mm-hmm. Paige also asks Happy before they split off about Toby. Like, they're already, se- I believe they're actually already separated. Paige and Happy are together and asks about Toby and, like, she, you know, confesses because they're at this motel, hotel mm-hmm. place that she oh, does you? not want to think of Toby like that because that's kind of what he once was mm-hmm. and he's afraid that he might go back to that exactly because Happy keeps making little comments especially mm-hmm. with the whole Mick thing mm-hmm. like Mick just come you know go and leave in cave out of nowhere mm-hmm. she's like man it must you know suck to have a friend stab you in the back and she has these little moments where she keeps thinking like shoot what if this could happen to mm-hmm. me right oh. awful yeah awful to sit in your thoughts like that in right. just circles like exactly and especially because you're working with the person that's mm-hmm. affecting you so much yeah. it's like you can escape it you no. know <laughs> so and he keeps making comments thing he says yeah it's like it's not like he just doesn't oh, talk gosh. about it like he keeps making comments mm-hmm. and toby cabe and walter are at the other place and they actually find lorraine in a room they also find some of grady's men like two rooms down yeah, waiting for mick to arrive because mm-hmm. they know mick also stole mm-hmm. the weapon the biohazardous weapon uh they figure out that he just left because the oil comes into again i like that i like that they use that again yeah because they noticed that the car was leaking Uh so like this is fresh oil he's just new oil (laughs) yes he just left what did he say it's game show oil (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, and they have to contact lorraine and i was like okay what are we gonna do here and he's like we just need to make a tv studio oh that's all why didn't i think of that that is all you had to do uh, okay well, let me just get myself on tv then <laughs> right <laughs> what was that again what are those directions can uh, you pinterest that so i can do it so i can seriously just put myself in all television sets uh <laughs> apparently connecting the phone to the end of some cable i think it's a coaxial cable i don't even know mm-hmm. uh but apparently doing that it show it makes the phone into like a camera mm-hmm. lorraine can see cave and cave can talk yes but she can't talk to him right right so Cabe's like, Lorraine, yeah, <laughs> Mick is like betraying all of us. I'm the only one that can help you. He's in a lot of trouble. This is not just like stealing some stuff, like right. blah, 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 blah. Uh, they help her. They take down the AC unit. I'm like, y'all making damage. Yeah, they took it out. Out. Right? I hope they left a note for the hotel. (laughs) Something. Did they leave a note? They just made a hole on the wall. I was like, "Uh uh-uh. Right? Right? The hotel has insurance. But they get Lorraine (laughs) out because those, they're like, you have to get out now because the guys next door are going to hear this as as we're pulling the AC unit out. And I hate the moment when she's sitting there. She's like, I can't do it. Okay, then sit there and get killed. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Right? Yeah. She sounded so annoying. (laughs) Were you as annoyed when she's like, I love Mick. I'm not going to give him up. Shut up, Lorraine. That was the worst. She was like, he's coming for me. And that's it. Really? Is that it? Because I'm pretty sure he's not. Because he's not. So that's not it. So plan B. (laughs) And this is all back at the garage. They've saved her. Mm -hmm. But she, like, doesn't want to say anything. (laughs) Uh, She truly believes Mick's going to be back. Right. You're a crazy girl. You would think after these other men saved you that it'd be over. (laughs) Right. And after they explained to you what happened, uh, Mick calls from a burner phone to Cabe's cell phone. cash. Right? (laughs) No big deal. And he's like, sorry, baby. I'm yeah, gonna have to go because uh, five million dollars. This is my my what? What does he call it? Like this is my last. Oh shoot, my La- final deal. Pay, or my final something. Yeah, deal? like something, oh, something to like say. Like, yeah. like this is it. This is mm-hmm. gonna make me all the money in the world. Mm. So sorry, baby. Gotta go. Done. And, hangs up. All right. <laughs> 
Lorraine, you really know how to pick them. Yeah. <laughs> I like her little freak out, though. Yeah. She's like, are you kidding me? Right. At that moment, I was like, okay, yes, yes there you go. Right. Because <laughs> Cabe is like, feel. she's not safe. Mm-hmm. She is totally not going to be safe after you go off. She's yeah. the next person. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he after grabbed her. Grabbed like, at, talked her. Uh-huh. Because after he hangs up, he threatens her one more time. He's like, this is your last chance. If anybody dies because you withheld information, mm-hmm. you're never going to see the light of day. Mm-hmm. That was a real good threat. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And she talks about taking a boat to Balio, like down south somewhere, getting on a boat. Now here is where I was like, mm, what? How I they caught like, up with him? Yeah! yeah. How they were like, okay, so let's make this as simple as possible. <laughs> because he needed gas before he went on the road. They were yeah. like, we're gonna run into him right. at one of these gas stations. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they were pretty certain about that. And they they do. And like, this dude, like, really, you had a you had a janky car, and you're not gonna try to maybe steal another steal car. Steal another car. I mean, it's a car. Five mil. You're just gonna hopefully. Uh, I hope this makes you sound sad. Yes. <laughs> With your oil. You only took two. You should have yeah. taken more oil. Uh, but they find him. Happy finds him on one angle. She's like, I got it. I'm going to force him onto the service road. Mm. Cave comes on full fort, like right in front. Yeah. And they kind of are playing chicken. Yes. Driving straight towards each other. Mm-hmm. And they're back and forth. Like he even says, I always won at chicken. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm not blinking. I'm not doing it. <laughs> At this time, we have to remember that Mick, Mick, what's his name? Mick. I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Mick. Uh-huh. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Mick has that weapon in his car. So if there's a crash, they're all going to die. Right. Something's going like, to happen. Shouldn't we be considering the bigger picture here, Cave? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cave is not. Cave's like, I'm not blinking. And I have a good genius girl. next to you and you see like your son pretty much and you're going to risk his life as well. Right. Okay. So, <laughs> so Cave's done a good job this whole episode. Yeah. Uh, and then we hit commercial. And you're like, what? <laughs> and then the episode starts, the, the scene comes back. And uh, Mick turns. He actually does blink. Mm-hmm. He is the chicken. He turns. His car crashes. His old car. Yeah. And then he can't start it again. <laughs> can't start it again. And he gets caught. Yep. That simple. Gives in. Gives in. And tells him, you're still the best friend I ever had. Wow. Shut up, Mick. <laughs> Shut that up. That means nothing to me now. That means nothing. <laughs> if anything, that would just annoy me even more. Right. So you need to shot and then we go back to the garage just like every show ends back mm-hmm. at the garage cave apologizes to the group for mick yeah you know and he says one thing that we see a quick reaction we see walter's quick reaction where he says no one changes and i should have known that right and walter's face was kind of like huh mm-hmm. do you think walter was thinking about himself or was he thinking about other people i think he was thinking about himself thinking about you himself? know thinking about how like shoot am i ever gonna change because he hasn't mm-hmm. trying to make a change right and, you know i kind of think it maybe put a little doubt in his mind mm-hmm. or hopefully that i mean not hopefully but i mean it'd be nice if he was thinking like oh you know no i could change I, and right. no you're wrong but yeah. i don't think that's what he was thinking i agree too <laughs> i don't Walter. think it was like a positive right. reaction i think it was more like oh well uh, Walter likes to be a little emo he does like to be a little <laughs> emo and then he's like okay since we're apologizing i'm gonna apologize too about winning the race and mm-hmm. as he's apologizing toby says something and he's like i take it back from you I don't apologize to you anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like, Toby talks about how his gambling actually saved everything because he knew where the two places were. And I was like, Toby, shut up. Right? Because that's not You don't know when true. to stop. You don't know when to stop. And that's why Happy pulls him aside. Mm-hmm. And this, good job on Happy. Yeah. Good good acting right here. Yeah, good monologue. Yes. Uh, she calls him out on his gambling mm-hmm. and goes into this monologue where it's like, she's really, she's really yeah, mm-hmm. very heartfelt. You know when, it's impressive when the actor 
builds up tears in their eyes. Mm-hmm. Doesn't cry, doesn't but like go, yeah. doesn't let them out. But the eyes get super wide. Like right. it is just a struggle. Mm-hmm. So impressive. Yeah. Loved it. That's literally how she did it. If you guys go back and watch it, if mm-hmm. you're watching this and you haven't seen the episode, what are you doing? <laughs> but yeah, like but yeah, super- we really learned a lot about Happy. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, we kind of knew that she had like a sketchy past. Mm-hmm. She wasn't close to her parents, but we didn't realize how much it really affected her. Mm-hmm. You know, because you think coming from someone so cold, like oh, she has no Im- like emotion, no feeling. But she does, you right. know? She's a softie. These things affect her, and that's why she's put up so many walls, you know, against Toby. Mm-hmm. Poor Toby. Yeah. <laughs> she says, I cannot have the rug pulled out under me again. again. And he's like, I'm not. I love you. Very sweet. His response was also very yes. sweet. Uh, he takes out, like, all of his bets all that exactly. he's written down, burns, burns them. them, and says, I promise to never bet again. And then she's like, that's, she kind of calls him out on that. And he's like, well, I'm betting on us, on yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm technically still betting. But a skinny, moderately good-looking white guy or something like that. <laughs> so cute, yeah. Could land oh, you. A girl like you, yeah. So, so good. So cute. Very, and then they hug, and it's like, oh, good, mm-hmm. good. That that needed to happen. That right. was that was very cute. Uh, and Walter goes to talk to Cabe and talks about. Says he looked up a little bit of his history mm-hmm. because he couldn't drop the art part. Yeah, he, he's like Toby, our uh, our psych person, mm-hmm. like called you out. You wouldn't bring that up if it wasn't something special. Mm-hmm. And he kind of says that he did do it for a little bit. Uh, and so Walter signs him up. To right. go to an art class right. at and a when, community college. What was cute was that he said that it was, you know, he originally had done the art stuff because Mick yeah. had kind of pushed him to do it. And, yeah. you know, that he was a really good friend and he really appreciated that this guy, you know, kind of pushed him to do that, even mm-hmm. though in his neighborhood they didn't really do that. Right. And so it's kind of sweet now that he might feel like he lost Mick. Mm-hmm. He has someone like Walter who's still going to give the same sort of sentiment, you know, still right. going to push him to do the same stuff. Oh, that was cute. It was. Does he say, because I knew it was Mick, uh-huh. but does he say it's Mick that pushed him? Does he actually say that or did we just get that because it yeah, he said something about like, he yeah, we Mick? didn't do that in our neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I knew I, I knew it was Mick, but I thought I just... Right. And at the very end it. when he's talking to the teacher, too. Exactly. Because yeah. he's like, my my friend like encouraged me. Exactly. And then, so he goes to class. Mm-hmm. He says, I don't know if I'm a painter anymore. Right. Teacher's like, well, why'd you paint in the first place? Mm-hmm. Friend encouraged me. And then he like picks up something. And, <laughs> and I like how he's in his suit and tie still. Because he <laughs> he's a classy man. Yeah. You probably put an apron on top of that a cape, little bit. right? <laughs> he's a little dirty. But he's a classy man. And the classy man ends the episode Cute. at an art class. Mm-hmm. I like the episode. Yeah. Not my cute. favorite. But I liked it. It was entertaining. There were things about it that were real fun. Yeah. And I just wish that we would have seen like a I don't know, maybe Mick stealing the weapon or like something. Mm, oh yeah, just that skip. jump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that jump halfway through the episode. There's so much to get through. <laughs> so much to get through. And Susanna, you said you think there's two episodes left yes, to the season. That's what I saw. Mm-hmm. Okay, do we have any prediction? I'm curious. Let's do a little one. And now hmm. your After Buzz TV predictions. Yes. So I'm curious to see if Cabe's going to go back to art class and okay. if art teacher might come and I mean, we keep asking about, you know, That's some true. sort of love interest for Cabe. As soon as they brought her in, I was like, oh, I did she like came her. around her, you know, came yeah. around his shoulder a little sly, you know what I mean? Like she opened up the, I don't know, she was doing something for him. I thought that was cute. It was. I know? agree. I totally agree. And she's agree. the first person to like kind of, not first person, but like someone outside of the group to kind of like ask him about his life yeah. or something about himself, you know? So it was nice to see that. Kelly Daniels played yes. the art teacher. So I would love that. And mm-hmm. I would love, yes, I would love to see more of her. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling that something's going to happen between Happy and Toby. Yeah. Like, that's, the, yeah, that's our relationship. They're not giving us Walter and Paige. 
And no, I hope yeah. they don't force it in the last two episodes because right. that will not be fun. So I'm thinking <laughs> like a little bit. They might give us a tiny bit to like cliffhang. But I think this will be the one that like, and I'm not saying they're gonna break up, but I think there's gonna be a wrench thrown into the relationship. Right, right. something to kind of pull them apart a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you think they're? Do you think Toby and Walter are done with um, going to therapy? <laughs> going to, ter- to therapy. Uh, I think we'll see him. I don't. I don't. I think we'll see him one more time. Yeah. Like in one of the two episodes, yeah. maybe just like briefly. Uh, but I don't think it's gonna. I, They're gonna conclude their yeah, sessions. Yeah. They'll conclude their <laughs> sessions. Exactly. Is that it? Oh, I think so. I think yeah. so. Yes. Thank you, guys. Again, Thank ladies, you. gentlemen, dogs, cats, All birds, them. everybody, <laughs> and anything that is listening, watching. Thank you so much for being here week after week. There is no episode next week, uh, but if you feel like tweeting to us and letting us know what you thought of this episode or what you might predict for the next two episodes, Mm -hmm. where can they tweet you, Susana? You can tweet me on Instagram. I mean, you can tweet me on Instagram. You can do that. You can tweet me on Twitter (laughs) and follow me on Instagram. It's at Susanna underscore Kim. It's S-U-S-A-N-N-A-H. Yes. And Mm -hmm. you guys can also tweet me on Instagram. You can can tweet me or follow me on Instagram at Monsi Bolanos. M-O-N-S-E-B-O-L-A-N-O-S. Thank you again. Thank we will you. see you in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Bye. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.